Chapter Twenty Eight of the Story Book of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Story Book of Science by Jean Henri Fabre, translated by Florence Bicknell. The Chase. Uncle Paul had said let us get up early in the morning no one had to be called one sleeps little when one is going to see an ipera hunt about seven o'clock with the sun shining bright they were at the border of the stream the cobweb was finished some dewdrops hanging to the threads shone like pearls hence the spider was not yet in the center of the net no doubt it was waiting before descending from its room for the sun to dissipate the morning dampness the party sat down on the grass for breakfast at the very foot of the alder tree to which were fastened the cables of the net blue damselflies flew from one tuft of rushes to another and chased each other playfully beware you giddy ones you will not know how to avoid the web by passing over and under it ah it has happened so much the worse for the victim one plays foolishly with one's companions one must at least look where one is going a dragonfly is caught in the meshes of the web with one wing free it struggles to escape it shakes the web but the cables hold in spite of the shaking threads in communication with the resting room warn the apira by their agitation of the important things taking place in the nest the spider hastily descends but it does not get there in time with a desperate stroke of its wing the dragonfly frees itself and escapes tearing a large hole in the web oh how well it got out cried jules a little more and the poor thing would have been eaten alive did you see emil how quickly the spider ran down from its hiding-place when it felt the web move the hunt begins badly the game escapes and the net is torn yes but the spider is going to mend it his uncle reassured him and in fact as soon as it had recovered from its misadventure the, the apera renewed the broken threads with delicate dexterity the darning finished the damage could hardly be detected the spider now takes its place in the center of the network the right moment for the chase has come apparently and it is advisable for it to pounce upon the game as quickly as possible to avoid other misadventures it spreads its eight feet in a circle to receive the slightest movement that may come at any point of the web and it waits completely motionless the dragonflies continue their evolutions not one is caught the recent alarm has rendered them circumspect 
they fly around the web to pass beyond it oh oh what is that coming so giddily and striking its head against the network it is a little bumblebee all velvety and black with a red stomach it is caught the apira runs but the captive is vigorous and formidable perhaps it has a sting the spider mistrusts it it draws a thread from its spinneret and passes it quickly over the bee a second silk string a third a fourth soon subdue the captive's desperate efforts here is the bee strangled but still full of life and menacing to seize it in that state would be great imprudence the emperor's life would be at stake what must be done so as to leave nothing to fear from this dangerous prey the spider possesses folded under its head two sharp pointed fangs which let flow a little drop of poison through a hole in their extremities that is its hunting weapon the epeira approaches cautiously opens its fangs stings the bee and immediately moves aside in the twinkling of an eye it is all over the poison acts instantly the bee trembles its legs stiffen it is dead the spider carries it off to its silken chamber to suck it at leisure when nothing but the skin is left the spider will throw the remains of the bee far from its domicile so as not to spoil its web with a corpse that might frighten other game it was done so quickly complained jews i did not see the spider's poisonous fangs if we were to wait a little longer another bumblebee might perhaps come and then i should see it better it is not necessary to wait replied uncle paul if we proceed skilfully we can make the spider recommence its hunting maneuvers all of you look attentively uncle paul searched among the field of flowers for a moment and caught a large fly then holding it by one wing put it near the web the insect beating about gets entangled in the threads the web shakes the spider leaves its bee and runs delighted with the fortunate chance that brings him prey again so quickly the same maneuvers begin again the fly is first strangled the appearer opens its pointed fangs stings the fly a little and all is over the victim trembles stretches itself out and ceases to move ah that time i saw it says jules satisfied at last claire did you notice the fineness of the spider's fangs asked emile i am sure that in your needle case you haven't any such fine pointed needles i dare say not as for me what surprises me the most is not the fineness of the spider's fangs but the quickness of the victim's death it seems to me that a fly as large as this one ought not to die so quickly even from the coarser pricks of our needles very true said her uncle an insect transfixed by a pin still lives a long time but if it is only pricked by the fine point of the spider's fangs it dies almost instantly 
but then the spider takes care to poison its weapon its fangs are venomous they are perforated by a minute canal through which the spider lets flow at will a scarcely visible little drop of liquid called venom which the creature makes as it makes the silk liquid the venom is held in reserve in a slender pocket placed in the interior of the fangs when the spider pricks its prey it makes a little of this liquid pass into the wound and that suffices to bring speedy death to the wounded insect the victim dies not from the prick itself but from the dreadful ravages wrought by the venom discharged into the wound here uncle paul in order to give his hearers a better view of the poisonous fangs took the appearer with the tips of his fingers claire uttered a cry of fear but her uncle soon calmed her don't be uneasy my dear child the poison that kills a fly will have no effect on uncle paul's hard skin and with the aid of a pin he opened the creature's fangs to show them in detail to the children who were quite reassured you must not be too frightened he continued at the quick death of the fly and of the bumblebee and so look at on spiders as creatures to be feared by us the fangs of most of them would have great difficulty in piercing our skin courageous observers have let themselves be bitten by various spiders of our country the sting has never produced any serious results nothing more than a redness less painful than that produced by the sting of a mosquito at the same time persons with a delicate skin ought to beware of the large kinds were it only to spare themselves a passing pain without any excessive alarm we avoid the wasp's sting which is very painful let us avoid the spider's fangs in the same way without uttering loud cries at the sight of one of these creatures we will resume the subject of the venomous insects but it is late let us go end of the chase recorded by susan morin portland maine